if I had a private jet, I'd probably tell people I had a fucking private jet. <laughs> Welcome to the Bitch and Siblings Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Bitch and Siblings Podcast. I'm Jenny. Hey, guys, it's Amy. And uh, happy Sunday. I've decided that I'd like to add a little um, segment to our thing, like the beginning of every episode. Just a short little bitch sesh. How do you, how do you feel about that? I mean, isn't that what we already do anyways? <laughs> um, maybe, but I think we put a little too many uh, personal things in there and Chris has to cut a lot of it out. <laughs> oh. Whoops. Yeah. It's okay. So I have something I want to How am I supposed about. to bitch if I can't oh, no, no, make like, it personal? <laughs> I'll show you. So yesterday I was at Costco. We went to Costco today. Oh, Jesus. It's a Costco weekend. So... It's just me. Bill's at home cleaning while I'm at the grocery store because, yeah. So I've got two cases of water on the bottom of the cart. And the cart itself is full. So it's heavy. Again, we've already discussed, I'm not a big person. I'm 4'10". So, like, maneuvering this heavy-ass cart when it's full is a feat of engineering for me, right? (laughs) This lady is coming down the opposite direction of as me down the aisle and then gets right in front of me and stops as I'm going down the aisle. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> are you trying to get run over? Like, if you're trying to do that and you want to sue me, go ahead. I don't have anything you can sue me for. Like, good luck with that. But I think people do that on purpose or something because, like, it happens all the fucking time. I don't understand it. My biggest frustration is when... They, like, run into somebody they know. And, like, let's be honest, Costco shopping carts are not small by any sense of the word. And so when you have two side by side because somebody knows somebody so they have to stop and talk, nobody can fucking get around. Like, if it's just a person and no cart, you can, like, walk around them. But if you got a cart, you know, and then if you say excuse me, they act like their whole fucking world is, you know, up upended because you're right? trying to get your grocery shopping done and not be a part of their little, like, high school reunion. I know, you know like, in the aisles of Costco. And I have no problem with you catching up with your buddy. Just move, both of you move over to the same side of the aisle. Or and then... if you, like, don't realize it, if somebody says something to you, don't act like they have no right to ask you. That quite, too. Quite politely. I would be like, oh, my gosh, excuse me. And they, like, stare at you like you're, I'm like, I'm here to go grocery shopping. I'm not here to socialize. And even if I were, I would be polite about it yeah. and try to, like, stay out of people's way. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. This is why people hate the grocery store. It's not the grocery <laughs> store itself. It's the grocery store etiquette that nobody else has. Yeah, and and you know where I feel like it's worse and this is going to sound so bad because it's one of my favorite stores. We hardly ever get to go. There is not one near us. It's 2 hours away. Is Trader Joe's. I love Trader Joe's. Granted, we don't go there for a lot of stuff because it is so far away. So we don't really get a lot of like frozen and like refrigerated stuff. But we do get like a lot of like um today I got everything but the bagel seasoning crackers okay. for a buck ninety nine. And then we get their bags of pumpkin seeds because they're cheaper than anywhere else we've found them and they're good. Um they also have this snack called Bomba that um Roger's kids really, really like. And it's in the same area where our, our oldest one of our oldest goes to college so we just drops him off for his dorm and so that's one of my favorite stores but 
let's be real. I am a hippy-dippy, tree-hugging, whatever you want to call, granola. Back home in Washington, this is maybe why I like Trader Joe's. I feel like I'm with my people a little bit. But fuck if there isn't some entitlement where these middle-aged ladies are walking down the middle of the aisle, taking up everything, mowing people down, talking on the phone, not giving two fucks about anybody else. And I just want to sit here and go, girl, you're giving all of us a bad name. Right? I mean, I love Trader Joe's, but like the people in Trader Joe's, oh my God. Not the people that work there, like the people who the shop customers. There. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I've got another quick, real, real quick bitch. Uh, so I was driving down my road the other day. My road... My road is not a, an arterial road. It is literally a back road. Um, so if you're going on my road to bypass the main road, you're not going to get trying, anywhere. You're, tr- you're not. You're, you're really not. You're trying yeah. to speed. And if you speed on our road, you're, you're, you're going to get, like, people are going to get fucking pissed. And even yeah. then, like, even if you're speeding on our road, the main road, like, you can go 45. Our road is 20, 25, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Anyways. So our road is also wide enough that people park on either side of the road. Mm -hmm. And so as two cars are going the opposite direction down that road, it's a little tight. And so you can do it, but you just don't be going at full speed. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, there are people that have decided they are way more fucking important and you should pull over to the side of the road and let them pass down the middle of the road. Mm. They're not on their side of the road. And I really... I have this urge, and this is this is an urge. I know I'll never do it. I have this urge to just stay in my side of the lane and not actually get over to the side of the road where people <laughs> park and let them fucking hit me. Let them. Yeah. Let them fucking hit me and see what happens. Yeah. Because you're at fault. <laughs> <sighs> so there's that. So what's our what's our topic this week? And tonight, I wanted to talk about, like, social media. And the reason why I thought that would be a really good one is because our generation saw the birth of social media and are not, even though we witnessed the birth of it and the, the, the um, track of, of, its, of its life so far, we still have a lot to learn. Because Mm -hmm. we're not being born into these things already being taught, like my child's, my children's generation, where it's just like second nature. It's habit to them. Like these things, you know, that, you know, would came naturally to us are now like social media is natural to them. And so I just thought it would be really interesting to talk about our journeys with social media where it started, how we got to where we are, what we partake in, what we don't partake in, uh, what boundaries we've set, um, in my case for children, you know, all that kind of stuff. And just kind of see how that like weighs out between each other. And like with you not having kids and me having kids, like how that, how we may or may not have different viewpoints on it. Okay. So So like straight off the bat, what are like, what are like your just like basic general thoughts of social media? I think the original intent for social media um, was was great. Um, what it's evolved into is questionable. Um, mm-hmm. But it is it is nice to be able to keep in touch with friends or family that don't live close by. Um, 
But at the same time, I don't think any more social media is necessary to keep in touch anymore because, you know, we have FaceTime, we have Skype, we have Mm -hmm. Zoom. Um, Mm -hmm. So you can video chat with your friends and family. um, And then text messaging isn't, you know, 10 cents a message anymore. Um, so it doesn't cost us every time we want to just shoot a message anytime. For all those people who are listening to us that are maybe, let's say, under the age of, what, 30, text messaging used to cost per message. Yes. <laughs> and it generally did not come in your cell phone package. Like, you had no. to pay extra for that coverage and then per message. Yes. So yes. this is how old we are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. So when I originally, I mean, I remember when I got my first MySpace, I was, Mm -hmm. we were at Chris's apartment and back then it was such a, like a novel thing. Like it was so new and it was more like learning how to write code to like create your own background with music and stuff. And to me, it was like a little, like it wasn't as much social media as much as it was kind of getting a taste into that little tech part of the world where you felt like you were learning something and doing something and look what I can do. Without having to, like, take these crazy classes or – you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, It was very fun then. You know, you had your top eight, you know, and usually your top eight were the only eight friends you had. Um, You know, you could play all those stupid games and stuff. And I thought it was fun because it was more of a novel thing. It was new and it was mm-hmm. – but it wasn't something that we felt tied to. Yeah. Um, In any way. Um. And so my first original thought is, oh, it's great, because that was my first introduction into it. And as I've gotten older, obviously with age, (laughs) my opinion has changed, but Mm -hmm. not in a bad way. I just think that it's, you got to look at it from a different perspective now than 20 years ago. Absolutely. So. I think there's, I think there's good and bad with, just like there is with anything, um, there are just certain moments when you may have to dig a little deeper to find the good or whatever. My biggest frustration is this constant need to only show the good stuff or Mm -hmm. the attention seeking people who only post the bad things because they seek out people wanting to go, Oh, poor you what's wrong. Not because they genuinely want it, but they just want the attention. Mm-hmm. I don't post a crap ton on my social media. Um, but I have no problem pointing out the good, bad, and the ugly. I will joke about my husband. Anybody who knows, I talked the other day. My Facebook status the other day was one of our children said he likes to listen to the throwbacks. You know, the 2010s. And yeah. I had to put that on there because I was like, are what? No. Like... If I had to have my breath knocked out of me that way, then all you have to, too, because no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like when you when you posted that and I read that, I was like, are you uh, effing yeah. kidding me right now? Yeah. Yeah. Unacceptable. <laughs> so I'll post the good and the bad, the ugly, the funny, the oh, my God, my children. Like, you know, we were having some issues with my oldest in college and I was like, turns out parenting doesn't end. I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Like, you know, just things where you just like, I'm not trying to portray my life to be something it's not, first of all. I'm not trying to portray my relationship like something it's not, because it's not. And I also think that 
this is going to sound really, really like patriarchal, but maybe save some for just you and your family. You know, I, it, I don't. And I say patriarchal sounds... in the sense that, like, you know, if you want to go be a hoe, go be a hoe girl. But like, maybe save something, you know, for your future husband or whatever. Like, if you want to put all that stuff on social media, fine. But like, maybe keep some things back for you and your family to just have amongst yourselves and it doesn't need to be shared with every other freaking individual i get what you're saying but i don't think that's i I don't think that's the right term well i don't know if patriarchal is like but you know what i mean like i don't want it to sound like you have to be a prude or save something because you shouldn't share everything like i don't want it to sound like i'm you know, you keep that. I'm not one of those people like, I'm sorry. I know some people don't like that the Kardashians flaunt their wealth online. But at the same time, if I had a private jet, I'd probably tell people I had a fucking private jet. You know, like, so, like, I'm not one of those people that's going to sit there and say that you shouldn't ever flaunt the things that you've worked hard for, you know, mm-hmm. materialistic or not. But at the same time, sometimes... You can work really hard for those things and keep some of that just for yourself, just so that nobody else can rain on that parade. Nobody Mm -hmm. else can have an opinion. Nobody else can sit there and put their two cents in because they think they know. Like some things should just be kept close to the vest just for your own mental well-being, sanity, you know. Absolutely. I'm right there with you. I'm also one of those that I don't use filters. Um, And someone. I do. I mean, like some, like all, like the funny ones I'll use. Mm -hmm. Um, And every now and then I'll put one on if I've got like a really bad breakout. Yeah. Just, just to even my skin tone, not to make me look any different than I already am. Yeah. There are some filters out there that just kind of give it a little bit of like a, a softer look so that you just don't. And you're right. I try not to change my eyes and my hair color and like, you know, but if it's going to make my skin look a little like fresher and you're okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, every now and then I'll do that, but I don't regularly. And someone actually mentioned to me one time, they're like, why are you okay with posting pictures of like you and your animals like sleeping? First of all, who the fuck asked that question? Nobody, you know. I know, but like, who the fuck has the audacity to be like, why are you okay with that? Like what? You should never post anything unless it's heavily edited. Well, I, I think they were thinking that um, it's an invasion of, like, personal privacy. And first of all, I'm choosing what to put out there. And I think the picture that they were referring to, because I don't have that many of me sleeping on there, it's of me and my cat. And I mentioned in there that I may not like how I look, but I'm going to savor every picture I have with him because he's getting older. And he is going not going to be with us for very exactly long. and i want to remember everything so at this point it's not about how you look it's about those memories like but again who asked that kind of question i mean i just feel like if i want to post a picture where i look like and maybe not a crackhead but like you know there are <laughs> days when i look like a homeless person i haven't washed my hair in a couple of days i'm running around the house and yeah i probably wouldn't post that but if i did who the fuck cares yeah like mind your own business like yeah I, and and let's be real. I'm going to post those kind of pictures because, first of all, if you have to go onto my social media page because I get kidnapped and I have all these heavily edited pictures, <laughs> I want you to be actually able to find me, first of all. 
you probably won't find me. But like, let's be real. Uh, you're you're gonna find me if you use the pictures on my fa- my my social mm-hmm. media pages because they're actually me. <laughs> it's so funny because I was showing pictures to somebody the other day about something. Oh, from our wedding because I was trying to show somebody in the bridal party to somebody else. And the first thing she said was, oh, my God, you had blonde hair. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Like every time anybody sees these photos now because my hair is no longer blonde, they're like, oh, my God, you had blonde hair. You look like a totally different person. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's going to suck because what if I do go missing? They're like, actually, I don't know what color her hair is this week. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually really funny because Uh, you do change your hair quite often. I actually don't. No, No, but like you go back and forth. I do. Your dark and your light. I do. Um, and you do look like two different people with your dark and your light. I, I did the light, and I think we started it like a year and a half before the wedding, because it takes that long for my hair to like really get to the color that we like mm-hmm. when it goes from this dark hair. Because I am naturally brunette, um, but not naturally as dark as me. No, I have more of a like um a very dirty dishwater blondish brown color hair. Like there's really like it's got blonde, brown and red in it. It's a very mm-hmm. interesting. Amy's more towards the red hue, mm-hmm. the dark dark like chocolate cherry color. But um so we had finally gotten it to the point where I wanted it and then after the wedding it had been almost two years at that point that I'd been dyeing my hair blonde and we knew it needed to be healthy again. So we like went like to an all over color close to my original hair color because in my defense, I don't think I've had my original hair color since high school. Um, and Because I had blonde hair at your wedding. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Short blonde hair. Uh-huh. And then I've had like the dark cherry cola. Uh huh. Brown in my hair. I've had caramel, in, copper. In high school, we dyed your hair that color. Strawberry that blonde. Never been able to match. to replicate. I know that yes. strawberry blonde. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even know what Gorgeous. the fuck we did to it. I don't either. It was definitely out of a box, but I have no clue what we did. It, shh. If my hair lady <laughs> knows okay. that I put box dye, blonde box dye in my hair twenty years ago, she'll murder me. In all fairness, it was 20, 25 years ago. So we didn't know what we eight, were doing. I was like 17, 18. Yeah. It so, was my senior year. So 18, 19. Yeah. Yeah. So like 20, 20 21 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. <laughs> and I was a cheap motherfucker back then. I, wasn't... <laughs> I still am. But that goes back to like our social media is like that. <clears throat> we didn't have that. So, like, every time we went and got our hair done or any time, like, prom, like we no prom pictures are posted online. <clears throat> I have actually actively said, and I'm fairly certain Amy's heard me say this before. Just one second. Thank God we did not have cameras growing up the way that kids have cameras now. Because the stupid ass shit I did, and I'm a goody-goody. You can ask anybody. I am a goody fucking goody, and I still did a lot of dumbass shit. And if any of that was on social media, I'd be fucked. Yeah, not illegal. No, shit, no, no, but no. just I mean, we're all young and dumb once. And I am, like I said, I've never been to a party, like a house party before. I, 
I think I drank underage like maybe two, three times. I did not have sex before I graduated high school. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm I uh, goody goody. And, and even I would be appalled if some of that stupid shit that I did was anywhere online. I don't know how the kids get through life with their parents knowing some of the stupid shit they do nowadays. Like not to say that they're, they're more careful. No, they're not more careful. They do just the same stupid shit that we did. There's just evidence of it. And now their parents have proof of this shit they're doing. And I'm like, how are your parents not actually like locking you in a closet until you're 30 now because of some of the stuff you're doing? But that is where my concern of social media kicks in. Mm -hmm. I think social media has made it seem so normal for these children of this, of this generation to be doing these things that I think parents can might you, be can desensitized. You give me an example? Of what? Of, of things that are being normalized. I mean, cause like some of these TikTok dances, I saw the perfect TikTok a couple weeks ago where it was like me in the eighties or me at age 15. And we're like dancing with braces and like lip syncing to in sync and stuff. And then you've got these girls now that are 15, 16 wearing short ass shorts, which is fine. Crop tops, that styles back in. That's fine. And then they're sitting here doing all these like seductive dances and like, they don't look 16. They look like they're like 20, 21, 22, but they're 16. And I think that because they're doing it with their friends and because the girls 99.9% .9 of the time are doing it with absolutely no malicious intent, they're just trying to have fun and be girls. It has become, I think I see it from a standpoint of going, I, I would be uncomfortable if my children did that. But I think enough parents see it on social media themselves that they become desensitized to the fact that that is very mature content and I mature, not triple X. I see what you're saying. Um, it's not the, the material itself that's becoming normalized because that's i mean that's what girls have always done like we've always right. gotten together and done dances and things like that we made we dressing's always going to be different based on your correct your generation correct. Yeah. yeah it's just that now it's online for everybody to see and who knows maybe when we were doing those things younger it could be seen in the same perspective that i think some people see it now i you know i don't know because back then i know we used we, to wear we had home um, video cameras. Yeah. Like Lord knows. And that's why I'm saying like, I'm glad we don't have videos, but I think that because it's visually there in front of you all the time, you're not just hearing about it. I think because you're seeing it everywhere that it's like, you don't even think about it anymore. Like it's just so normal to see it that when somebody does it, you don't take a step back and look at it from an outsider's perspective and go, Ooh, I could see how maybe that could maybe not be the most appropriate or maybe don't say those things or, you know what I mean? I think it's just, it's so prevalent. Everybody sees it. It's it as in social media that it's, it doesn't even land on your radar anymore. Yeah. Which, which is fair. Totally fair point of view. Um, and I see where you're coming from. I yeah, I, I definitely have to say that I'm glad that they we didn't have, like you said, there weren't cameras 
in our back pocket like they do have now because one uh looking back on it this far back we would be so embarrassed oh my god of some of the things we did oh my god just, just thinking, thinking about, about. <laughs> <laughs> yes just some of those thoughts come up and you're like oh god i mean they're funny stories to tell but since there's no photographic or video evidence it's 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 only it's up to you to to decide how much you're going to divulge exactly. of this and how good or bad you can make yourself sound and nobody can dispute it yeah yeah so yeah and and if there were pictures they were probably grainy and some of them didn't turn out at all anyway because like we had to go I get them of- developed <laughs> Like the ones I have of you and me, like wearing all my clothes in my closet and like posing in front of my sync posters. Yeah, I actually have those. <laughs> I'll, I'll pull those out so that we can post a couple of them maybe to, uh, to, I'll send you the ones of me that I'm okay with being posted. Like, cause there was actually a cute one of like me in a white shirt and then one of yeah. a pair of your overalls and yeah. a beanie. And it was a really cute outfit. I and you were wearing my like, like black fake Doc Martens. That was a different outfit, I think. Oh, maybe. And or that, maybe I wore that, that with some other friends that I did posting. a photo thing with. Oh, <laughs> fucking no. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I I have two children. I'm very lucky that neither one of them. Uh, my oldest wanted to be on Facebook the second he turned 13 because that was like the earliest you could. And he got a Facebook and he's promptly never on he promptly forgot about it. I don't even think he has a download on his phone anymore. He doesn't care. He doesn't give two shits. Um, my youngest, of course, we're 16, and ugh, mom, Facebook is not where it's at. Uh, Facebook it's, is for old people. Yeah, so it's all about Snapchat. So he has, like, a group chat with his friends, and they all just chat each other back and forth. See, Snapchat, I feel like... And this is coming from somebody who doesn't have kids. I feel like I'd be more worried about Snapchat because the the messages disappear. Um, this one does not. Like they have a group chat and they have it, so it saves. Okay. Okay. And so it it'll save. And then there are times when I have asked both the children. Obviously, my oldest not anymore because he's an adult. I, but. Uh, my youngest, I'll just ask them to give me their phone and I'll just go through it. I'll check their text messages, their pictures, the last time that what they got on the websites, you know, I'll read the messages. But I also know. Out of curiosity, how often do you do that as a parent? I used to do it all the time when they were much younger. And, they and had when just you say all the time, phones. are you talking like once a week? Uh, a couple times a week, give or take. Okay. You know, um, depending on what they were doing, some weeks you could tell we were home more and they had more time to spend on their phone. Other times we had a lot of stuff going on and we didn't have the unlimited internet package. So they weren't allowed to use it if we weren't connected to Wi Fi or whatever. So I know they weren't using their phones as much. So, um, it, it would kind of give, it would kind of d- depend on what we had done that week, where we were, you know, how busy we were on how often I would check it, but at least once okay. a week. Now I would say maybe only a couple times a year. And I say that because I checked their phones so much and so often and I never found anything. And the people that they talk to, my oldest has like two or three people that that's all he talks to. 
and I know them. We're cool. My youngest, it's a group chat of like 10 of them, but they've all been best friends since kindergarten and they're all always over at my house or the other kid's house. So like I hear what they talk about. I see what they say. I see how they interact with each other. My children, I quick little side note, my youngest best friend, one of his best friends, there's like a group of like 10 of them, I swear. But one of his best friends is is Muslim and uh, practices or recognizes Ramadan. And for the entire month, these guys will go out probably once a week to go get dinner together. It doesn't matter if they whatever night they can all get together. But they all during Ramadan will make sure that they don't meet up until after eight so that their friend can come eat with them. Oh, like they will literally not eat until eight, eight, nine thirty at night because they want to respect their friend and his fasting for Ramadan. And like, that's just like, these, these kids are just so fucking sweet and nice that it's like, you trust him. sometimes they say some things in the messages where I'm like, that's not appropriate. You guys probably shouldn't, you know, say that. I know that you guys trust each other and love each other. So you feel comfortable saying it, but saying that stuff in public, maybe we don't, but nothing that I've ever had to have a conversation and say, we do not talk like that. We do not say these things. We do not send those pictures. None of that. Interesting. Now, I know I'm not stupid. I know that they can go in and delete stuff afterwards. Like, I'm not fucking dumb. But like I said, they're at my house all the time. And when they're not at my house, they're all working together at the same place. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They're good kids. They're 16. I also have, like, my youngest. So my oldest is very antisocial in the sense that he doesn't talk to a lot of people so to get to talk to him you actually have to have something in common with him so i'm not worried about him running across people my youngest is like such a sweetheart and he's so nice that even when people are mean to him or like are he that they annoy him he just is always he just kind of just like ignores it like he's just not one of those kids to really be confrontational or say anything so like i just don't see him in a situation where I would have to be worried or concerned. Yeah. I mean, I still have their location. I still make them call me when they leave, when they come back. Like, I'm still a mom in that sense, but. Are there any social media um, platforms that you have no presence on? You cannot understand the point of it. So the one that I have had and have gotten rid of and then decided to get it again and then again got rid of it um and have, I will never go back it's twitter I can't do it I get it I understand why you tweet uh, no okay I understand how you tweet let me just put it that way um I, <laughs> just I feel like that is where the lowest of the low go. And maybe it's be- they're on Facebook and Instagram, but maybe because your Facebook and your Instagram are mostly based off of algorithms, like you really only see the same things that will usually appeal to you. And I don't feel the need to see the comments because I'm not looking to read comments. Whereas on Twitter, like just reading what they have to say, you know exactly what kind of shit's going to line up behind it. Mm-hmm. And there's no way to like, It didn't matter how many times I was on that website. I could never get it to recognize an algorithm to not bring up these suggested tweets for people I did not follow. Gotcha. Like that frustrated me that I would get all these suggested tweets. And it's like, I don't follow this person for a damn good reason. And now, like, you know, you 
or if you stop on it long enough and read it, I feel like that's the algorithm. I'm just not a fan of Twitter. I feel like it has become the thing that politicians do and that celebrities do. And I just, I, I don't have anything that I need to say that I need to put it on a, in a tweet. I also uh, feel like when you are not a celebrity or somebody that has a massive following. Yeah, there's even if you are using it to get out good information or, yeah. you know, whatever, you're not going to get as much of a reach because you don't have as much of a following because you're not a celebrity because you're not a politician. Yeah. So it's not as useful. Yeah. Um, And I, I think I still have mine, but I don't think I've gone on there in over a year. Like I have the like app deleted off my phone. Um, so Oh, no, I still have it on mine, I guess. No, no, I deleted <laughs> it off my phone because I was getting tired of getting notifications. Oh, I turned, I, almost all of my apps, none of the notifications are on. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, need, okay, there's a couple that I do have notifications on and one of them is a social media platform that um, I don't think you use. And it's more for book readers. It's called Goodreads. I actually do. You have do, it. Okay. yeah. But I don't. You're not I haven't my friend. read enough books lately for it to even like. I think I probably have to like re-download it. You know how like the icon is still on there, but you have to update it. Yeah. So I think I get notifications from there um, because I also just friended one of the girls that works for the same company that I do, mm -hmm. but on the East Coast. Mm. Um, and so now her and I are like, we're checking out what each other's reading and yeah, yeah. Like that's a. I love that kind of social yeah. media thing where I'm like, ooh, you like that kind of books. So do I. What are yeah. you reading and what? how are you rating it so that I know with, whether or not right. I should put if my time it's worth your time it. or not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and other than that, I like Instagram because I like pictures. <laughs> and, I, and, and I especially love people that their their Instagram feeds are not necessarily about them. It's either about the environment they're in so like they go on a vacation and they post pictures of the the scenery or animals because <laughs> anybody who's actually friends with me on twitter or not twitter we were just talking about twitter uh anybody <laughs> who's friends with me on instagram knows that pretty much all of the pictures i have on mine are of my pets i don't even know when you posted last on instagram probably when i literally tucked gizmo into the bed and his little paws were out of and the when sheet. Was that a couple months ago? <laughs> yeah, I but here. I but I look at other people's. Well, I look at other people's too. But like the last thing I posted on my Instagram had something to do with our podcast from back at the end of January. So two months ago. <laughs> um, mine was February twentieth. Ooh, Amy has posted on Instagram sooner than me, and. Oh, uh, yeah. The, yeah. 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 I, so that's Twitter's really the only one that I just really don't want anything to do with. Um, I know there's a whole bunch of other ones, but like, I don't know. Like, so when I'm thinking of social media, the ones that like land on my radar Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, Snapchat, and I think that's it. Oh, did I say TikTok? No, you didn't. Okay. But that's not, to me, social media. I mean, it is, but it isn't. It's like a video app. But, like, those are the top five when I think of, like, 
of of social media. So if there's any others out there besides those, I don't know enough about them to have an opinion. That's totally fair. Um, and on TikTok, I have never posted anything at all. I'm only ever on there for the funny um, animal videos. Yeah. <laughs> or the kids getting hurt videos. Okay, but let um let's let's clarify that like kids who like accidentally run into doors and stuff, not yes. not kids that are getting like beaten. No, 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 no. <laughs> like it's kids like kids doing kid stuff and they get hurt doing it. Yes. Like going down a slide and then they like fall off. Mm-hmm. Or they like jump off and they're static electricity and they shock something. Like <laughs> Okay. You know. Quick thing. Static electricity has been a bitch this week well you guys have some gnarly storms up there right now don't you i mean not really or at least not in my area right now mm. there was an earthquake think. where in san francisco like huh. a couple days ago it was like a 3.2 very small oh so nobody felt it <laughs> i don't know i didn't read i just know that it was like breaking news 3.2 earthquake or whatever and it was like ah, oh, but i don't know like how deep it was or how whatever so yeah, I don't. I, I remember a three point something earthquake when I was want to say late elementary school, early junior high, maybe late junior high. I don't even know. No, but I remember I it was, was a very minor 13, one, and I looked 14. at my grandma like, "What was that?" I was babysitting that night for the minor one. Mm -hmm. Okay, I now, was so I was like maybe I couldn't drive yet, so I was like fourteen or fifteen. Okay, that checks out because that would have put me at like twelve or thirteen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it was out. like at like eight o'clock at night. Uh, I want to say it was earlier because I was microwaving something for dinner. It might have been. I just know I was babysitting and I was trying to put the baby down to sleep, so I know it was after dinner. Gotcha. For the kids that I was babysitting, so anytime after six. But it was that like in February or March, so it was dark. That checks out. Um. Yeah. And there was like, because I remember mom came running over to the house because it was one of the daycare kids that I was babysitting. So she like drove over to the house because um, she was afraid we were going to have aftershocks. And like she like barged into the house that I was babysitting, didn't knock, didn't call nothing. And like started like ripping all the chairs out from underneath the table because we were supposed to obviously hide under the table. And like my mom was like, and I was like freaking out because I had like four kids I was watching. And she's like, you didn't feel that? And I was like, oh my God, there are four screaming children right now. Like what are you talking about? She's like, there was an earthquake. And like, she stuck around for like the next two hours. Cause she was afraid there was going to be an aftershock and That's I was hilarious. babysitting. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I, I very briefly remember that cause I was standing at the microwave and then after it stopped, I went into the hallway and looked into the living room where grandma was sitting and I looked at her and I was like, what was that? And she goes, that was an earthquake. And I was like, Oh, and I went back to the microwave. I was trying to put the baby down into the crib and, like, I jolted forward. Mm. And, but I thought one of the kids had bumped into me or that I had, like, lost some footing, you know? Like, the way that it happened, like, it didn't seem unnatural at the moment. And then, like, five minutes later, mom showed up at the house. That's funny. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's what that was. Like, I just assumed one of the kids bumped into me or, like. And so we grew up in Washington, technically, on the Ring of Fire, which is also mm -hmm. on that same fault line that goes yep. through California. And I only remember two. That one and then the big one in 2000, spring of 2001. Yeah, because that was my senior year in high school. 
Yeah, it was my junior year. It was in February of 2001. Or 2000, yeah, yeah 2001. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was at the end of a building right next to train tracks because we thought that was a train coming through. We all looked at mm-hmm. each other like, man, that train's loud today. And we're like, oh, shit, that's an earthquake. We were, we <laughs> thought, we were in school and we thought the kids in the classroom, because we had a two-story high building. school, we thought the kids like in the rooms upstairs were like stomping on the floors when we realized that we were on the top floor. <laughs> and then like where we were, like we had a, we were in the old part of the building. So that actually was not two stories. Sorry. That was one story. And then they had added on and we had a sky bridge that added onto the new side of the school. And that one has two stories. And so the sky bridge goes across to the second story, mm-hmm. you know, and that's when we realized, oh, we're not in the old part of the building. We're in the new part of the building. Or, sorry, we were in the old, not the new. And we looked out the window because where we were, you could see the other half of the new part. And, like, you see the building and then you did not see the building. And you saw trees. And then you would see the building because it was a rolling earthquake, not a shaking earthquake. And so, I remember we were all sitting there looking at this like, that's not right. <laughs> and then it took us a second to go, oh, my God, it's an earthquake. So that said real quick. Um, I'm going to put this out there next week as my topic. I'm going to choose earthquakes and I'm going to kind of do some research on the different kinds because some people may not know um, the different kinds there are. And we can give you guys more of our experiences on that next week then. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll do that. So back to to, uh, social media. Um, Do you have any other information on that like well so i was reading up on it we were driving home from costco today so i can only read a little bit because i can't do that in cars um and i had landed on npr's website so npr.org um and it was talking about the effects that social media has on us. And it said that the statistics are staggering. One in three girls reported having considered seriously suicide in the past year. One in five teens identifying as LGBTQ plus say they've attempted suicide in that time. And between 2009 and 2019, depression rates doubled for all teens. And that was before. COVID-19. The question is, why now? And so they're talking about how our brains and our bodies like evolve together. And with this onflux of social media, it is affecting the way that we evolve. This is the point that I'm getting. And it's it's saying that, um, sorry, that that it's not all bad. But that you have to be careful about the regulation on it, not because you're trying to be like a mean parent, but just to give your children that mental break from it. Yeah. And boundaries. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if the depression comes in then from seeing these quote unquote beautiful lives of people Mm -hmm. and being envious and and being depressed that you don't have that life. Mm -hmm. I could definitely see that. But what they, those kids also then don't see is that's just, that's just one side of something that they're trying to show you. They don't show you all the bad stuff or things that they've, the struggles they've had to get there. 
or the other issues they've had or anything else. They, they're only showing you that good side. So I could see how at that age, you're very impressionable. You're thinking, I'm never going to have that. I'm never going to be that happy. I'm never going to. So you be, you, you take that on. And I can only imagine because in high school, obviously we didn't have social media. My senior year, I remember I had massive depression, but I didn't have social media to see all that. It was, my depression came from the fact that I felt alone. And I think these kids feel alone. These, these kids, I think that's just the natural setting of teenagers. Unless you have a great tight group of friends, like your youngest, you're going to feel that like left out feeling. And you're going to think that it's you, that it's only you that's feeling that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I, I don't. I don't. Do you envy. remember going through any of that in high school? That like the, that depression stuff? Um, I did that around 15, 16. So I think it was like my sophomore year in high school. And it was just. Um, it was a struggle for me. I mean, I have never been one to have a lot of female friends um and and quite honestly have a very difficult time trusting female friends so that when you become my friend like you're you're my friend and um there was a a break there with some friends not in a bad way i'm still friends with them now but that closeness that bond just wasn't the same anymore and I went through depression because I did feel alone because there was three of us and two went off together and I was the one left out. So my aloneness came from that. I also was very young at that time and did put a lot of weight into my self-worth on what other people thought of me. Um, And I knew at that time, those two friends of mine, like I said, they're still friends now. But at the time, we most definitely were not friends. And at that time, those two definitely had some strong opinions of me, albeit probably very, very honest, true opinions of me. But I felt alienated, Mm -hmm. you know, by them and by the whole group of friends because none of them really knew me as well as the other two, but those two were, I don't know if they were more influential or if they just had more in common with these people, but for whatever reason, that group became their group. And I ended up migrating and finding another group of friends. And I'm very thankful for those friends, but I cannot imagine going through that and navigating through that on social media and seeing these people hanging out without me and never inviting me to things and seeing all these great things they're doing. Oh, all these parties. And I wasn't invited. Like I already felt that way when I didn't have it thrown in my face every second of every day. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it cannot be easy to go through that. Those, those natural feelings and have it exacerbated with this proof that you're not wrong. Right. But I also feel. Okay. I feel bad for all the kids in this generation because of this. However, I feel worse for the kids that are already experiencing that loneliness feeling where you went through depression or where I went through depression because. (sighs) 
it seems to be that it's easier for these people who live such idealistic lives and post this stuff on Facebook. Um, or Instagram or whatever they're posting yeah, it on. No, yeah, social media. Don't do a good enough of a job of being nice. Mm-hmm. And and being inclusive in the sense that you don't have to be everybody's friend, but you can still be kind. Um, I feel like it's become too easy to rub in all of these things that you have in other people's faces and like bragging about it. And Absolutely. I don't even know if they know they're doing it because it's just so, like I said, it's just so normalized now. Not normalized in a good way, but it's just become, we hear about it so much that it's like, we're, like I said, desensitized. Like it yeah. just doesn't get the same shock out of us that it used to when we first started hearing about some of these things that were happening. And I just, I just think that it makes it so much easier for the kids who are already mean because they themselves are also struggling with something clearly. Mm-hmm. It makes it easier for those people to be even more mean and exactly. use social media as a platform to spew that unkindness. And there's also way too easy of an opportunity for these kids to do it anonymously. So nobody knows who they are. Nobody can go to them and say, hey, I can tell that you're struggling because of how you're presenting yourself online. They can do it anonymously and not have any of the repercussions that they would have had back in our day when it was in school. So this is the thing that I find like. And oh, by the way, not to say that there wasn't anonymous bullying when we were in school because there were oh. still notes slipped in your locker or rumors you know, started. Yelled. Yeah. You know, yeah. you didn't know. No, I just think I find it so funny because this takes me back to 20 years ago, 22 years ago, 22 years ago. Holy shit. Um, By the way, that's when I graduated. <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back came out. And I remember that that was like. The funniest oh shit God. I've ever seen. But there's a whole scene in there about Jane Silent the Bob getting in an argument with people in chat rooms about how cool or not cool Jane Silent Bob's characters in, you know, this comic series or whatever were. And it was funny then. Mm-hmm. Because it was novel and it was new and it was nothing that any of us ever thought would be a thing or an issue because obviously like naivety in our, you know, in our minds because we just weren't aware where it was going to go. And now you look back at that and go, God, that is so sad that that is an exact sign of the times. Mm-hmm. And, and it for didn't... any any kids out there, chat rooms were just groups like like an actual room, but all these people were in this chat room and you just chatted back and forth with people you did not know. And everybody could see unless you mm-hmm. opened up a private chat with the other person. Yeah. And it's easy to, like you said, back then it was to hide behind a keyboard. We didn't have social media where you could look at people's pictures and you could find, you could Google their name and you could find them like it was whatever their sign on name was and whatever they told you about themselves. If or if not any truth or validity to it like that i just think it's funny that could be actually happening more often oh my god 
I'm sure it did. It happened but all the time. But there was no term People for would say it. That, yeah, exactly. People would say, oh, yeah. Because it I'm, was new. I'm a, I'm a girl, and it was a 50-year-old dude trying to prey on girls. You know, you never knew. Yeah. You never knew. Yeah. And all I can say, if there's any actual, like, teenagers out there still listening to this episode at this point, um, all I can say is your parents, your family, I'm sure there's somebody, some adult that you trust, go talk to them if you're struggling, because shit gets hard. We get it. I am... 100% willing to be a, a, a sounding board for any kid out there that just needs and help. Contrary to popular belief, these are not the best days of your lives. They aren't. They really now, are not. I will preface that by saying it is the best days when it comes to not as much responsibility, no bills to pay, and I'm not sure I would even be mad about going to school 8 to 5 every day and having every weekend and all summer off. Like... <laughs> Exactly. Like, I wish I could have that as a job. Now, I don't. I'm sorry. But um, not to say that some of these days aren't going to be great, but they're not going to be the best. There's going to be days scattered in and around all around that will add up to the best days of your life. But it, this isn't it. This yeah. is this is not all that life is. So I have to say, at 38 years old, my best days have so far been in my 30s. My 20s were a blur. <laughs> and and not because I was doing anything I shouldn't have been doing, by the way. It was just, yeah. one, it flew by so fast. And two, was, you're, again, in your 20s, you're still trying to figure out who the fuck you are. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that after my 30th birthday, I definitely, definitely have changed a lot. And, and not that I was a bad person beforehand, but I I I am where I am right now because after turning 30, there's just a lot of shit you're just not willing to put up with anymore or things you're not willing to do and ended up being some of the best years of my life. Not all of them, you know, but I also have yeah. good days in my life that were prior to that. They're few and far between. Exactly. You know, but they're there. Yep. So high school is not everything. Social media is not everything. I love the fact that I can keep in contact by seeing what people are up to, um, that maybe I don't talk to super often, but I do have connections with, um, I have actually thoroughly enjoyed seeing some of those people that I thought, like, I don't want to necessarily say bullied me, but definitely, um, I was not popular. So I just wasn't the girl that they talked to. Um, Seeing that I can interact with those people now because they interact with me like it's no big deal and like that's not even a thing anymore. Yeah. Like it's just – I mean obviously it is very surface. I live 1,600 miles away. There's only so much interaction I can have. But it, I'm so thankful that even given those experiences, I can see those things now and cheer those people on. I don't wish ill on them and I really do love that full circle mm-hmm. moment. But I just think that it – if you put um, all your validity and self-worth in how many likes or comments or how viral you go, you're never going to be happy because you're going to constantly be chasing something that you'll never be able to feel you've reached that goal. Yeah. Because there will always be something more. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm right there yeah. with you. So that's, that's my thought on the matter. Yep. I'm – 
I'm behind you 100%. Anything I mean, else? I think it's a double-edged sword. There are a lot exactly. of things I don't like about it. There's a lot of things that I do like about it. I love it that, like, I can see a TikTok video and, like, oh, my God, I have to send that to Amy. <laughs> half the time she's seen it and half the time she hasn't. But it's just – I like that I can see these little 30-second clips of something and the fact that, like, you're the first person that will pop in my head or my kids or whatever. Like, I love that, like, I see these things and it reminds me of the people in my life that I love. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm right there to with share that, that with them. And the fact that it's so different. You, I send you all the, usually the animals and friends videos and my youngest, I send all of the protein, you know, meals that they make and recipes that we save. And my oldest, I send them all the cat videos. So, you know. <laughs> so he gets pretty much the same stuff as I do. No, because this is only cats. I'll oh. send anything animal wise to you or friends, but I will only send cat stuff to my oldest. That's fair. I'm going to have to start sending him some of the cat stuff I come up with. He, doesn't ever, he says he doesn't ever look at it. I'm pretty sure he does, but he will never respond. Oh, of course not. That's okay. Because I'll know <laughs> that he'll have seen it. <laughs> and anytime, yeah. anytime that kid ever comes to visit me, he is going to be in heaven. Oh, God, Because yeah. when we move, we're getting more. Oh, my God. He goes to my girlfriend's house who's on a farm, and they always have farm kittens. And at one point, they had, like, 20 because they had, like, two, I think, mama cats that had just had babies within a couple of months of each other. So there was a lot of them. Um, And we went up there for the weekend, and, like, he just sat outside, and they all just, like, crawled all over him. And he was just so fucking happy. We get home, and Coda was just sniffing him to high heaven. He had to strip down and take a shower because my husband is allergic to cats. So, like... It was bad, but it was yeah. funny. And just so. so you know, my husband is planning on, when we buy a place, creating a little cabin where <laughs> you and him can No, 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 no. Oh. For you and your husband to stay when you guys come out to visit where no animals will be allowed to make sure that your husband's not going to die on our well, watch. Well, he can have dogs in there. Like, well, he can no have dogs, cats. but like the, the cats won't be in there. And if yes. the cats can't go in there, the dogs can't go in there. But then that means my husband gets his way and I get nothing. No, that's just where you guys will sleep. <laughs> we'll spend the, the days outside. Okay. And then you can love on the doggies. All <laughs> okay. And all the goats. And with that, having. <laughs> that's our show. All right, everyone. Just a reminder, uh, email us, Podcast at gmail.com. That's G-I-N-N-Y-A-N-D-A-M-Y podcast at gmail.com. Give us that five-star rating. You can also find us on Instagram at Bitch and Siblings Podcast. We will talk to you all later. Later, guys. Bye.